News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, people will be ordered to work from home in the event of a major fuel crisis sparked by the war in Ukraine under secret government emergency plans. That's according to the Irish Independent. An emergency planning exercise was held 10 days ago between all the major state agencies and the government. And this was one of the things contained within it. And for more on this, we're joined now by Danny McCoy, who is the CEO of IBEC. Good morning to you, Danny. Um, uh, This is obviously hopefully not going to come to pass, but I suppose we can't predict how bad things might might get if, if Russia completely turned off all energy supplies to Europe. Um, how, how does this sit with you? Obviously, we were all manda- mandated to stay home previously because of COVID, but I mean, it was very difficult for the economy. Would this be a reasonable thing for the government to tell us to do? Yeah, thank you, Kira. Um, yes, of course, it would in an extreme situation where if there is no fuel available, um, you know, transportation is going to be seriously restricted. I suppose the good news is post-COVID experience, we know that the economy can function substantially with a large proportion of people working from home. But we also know that not everybody can work from home. In fact, uh, less than half the population is office-based. So we're talking about office workers in the the main here. So in in prioritisation, I think the government's exercise was a prudent thing to do. Uh, but we only have it as a leak uh, as yet from a newspaper, so it hasn't really been socialised. And it'll be interesting to see the kind of details and modalities are in there because that's an extreme, right? You know, in terms of kind of nearly a full cut off uh, to the economy. But what do we do in more, you know, gradual um, rationing of fuel? What gets prioritisation? And I think that probably needs a little bit more. Um, Decision making at the level of the firm uh, with the people involved, you know, so, okay. you know, who comes in, who doesn't come in. You're, you're coming and going slightly for us, Danny. I don't know if there's anything you can do by, by, by way of, of the phone just to, to, to perhaps it's just it's you're coming in and out for us a little bit. Um, was IBEC displeased? I mean, obviously, the, the, this these contingency emergency talks were between all major state agencies and the government were hearing. Was IBEC displeased to not have been included in that? Obviously, this will have an enormous impact on your members? I think it's important that the state agencies um, actually do the exercise from the kind of supply aspect in terms of how that scarce resource would be rationed out into the economy. However, on the demand side, which is from businesses and from households, I think there needs to be an input and I would anticipate we'll have that level of engagement either at the Labour Employer Economic Forum with the trade unions where we looked at the issues during COVID of safe return to work and those kind of issues. So I'd expect there will be a communication. We've had this in the past where the state agencies would do the code reds, orange and yellow and what would happen in the case of hurricanes and so on. And I think there's some lessons to be learned from that in terms of putting a little bit more nuance into kind of blanket prescriptions. So I anticipate that there will be uh, more engagement from the government in time. Would it be the case that, that were something like this to happen, would you, I suppose, foresee things like essential workers would be told they, they can obviously still continue to go into the workplace, um, carpooling might, might be recommended and public transport still be sort of kept on the rails, as it were. Is, are those the kinds of priorities that, that you would be calling for? Yeah, and indeed, you know, that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, we had issues, though, about definitions of what are essential yes. workers um, in the past. And so, again, I think there's... This pre-planning is is a good idea to do. 
um, so that we're not caught flat-footed. We know there, you know, we know there's a potential uh, next winter for rationing of fuel. We're already seeing some of that rationing at the moment, and there's lots of rationing in the economy more generally um, right now. Lots, lots of businesses are having supply chain issues in terms of trying to get access to uh, various materials. So, again, one of the lessons from COVID was, you know, is there a, is there a case for bulk buying? on behalf of everybody to ensure that we get the best costs and also make sure the supply is available in proportionate way to everybody who might need it. Okay. Um, I, I suppose rocky times ahead in terms of the economy, and I have no doubt that that is a worry for IBEC and your members. Recession, energy prices, all of those things. Do you foresee things going to get much worse here, Danny, before they get any better? Look, I think the, the inflation, you know, there's, there's excess demand around. And one of the reasons why there's excess demand, there's, there's quite a lot of money being put into the global system during COVID. Central banks try to keep, you know, everybody with money during a kind of a crisis period that went on for a lot longer than people anticipated. So there's a lot of buildup of savings out there. And that money is chasing the kind of scarce goods. And that's an explanation for for the inflation. So we're going to see the inflation, I'm sure it will spike. But the thing is that when you're talking about inflation, you're talking about the change in the price level. Nobody's promising the price level to go back down. It may go down for certain uh, items like the energy we just talked about. But in the main, the price level is going to rise and it's going to stay higher. And that's going to put a lot of pressure, well, it's global, put a lot of pressure on particular economies that make the wrong decisions now in terms of trying to chase that inflation. Okay. So clear, clearly wages will go up in the economy, but we can't have costs try to follow the inflation and rate that's out there. In your view, is that the biggest risk to the economy that we will see for populist reasons, perhaps that, that we, we will chase inflation with maybe wage hikes and other measures designed to protect people, but that will actually, I suppose, put further pressure on an inflationary spiral. Is, is that what you think the biggest risk is? I think that's potentially it. We've got you know got two things you can identify post-COVID and the, the war in Ukraine. But actually, it's the kind of pressures of that money. And if we try to index, in other words, wages follow inflation. We've been there before in the 70s. Those who get protected by that stay in their jobs. Those who aren't protected by that actually lose their jobs. Okay. And I think that's what we need to guard against. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. That is Danny McCoy, CEO there of IBEX. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.